1. Welcome to the AgriCast. It's episode 77. I am Brian Bentley, and with me today is Ben Wynn and our very favorite guest, Corey Dockendorf. What up? <laughs> What's going on, everyone? It's been quite a while, you know. Yeah, so there's been a slight... Uh, space in between episode 76 and episode 77, and by slide I mean a couple of months. Uh, so, you know, since the gaming industry is so static, nothing's happened. No, not, not much. Not during that Absolutely time. Nothing. No, no. No, that, yeah, you know, there, there weren't any games announced. No games were coming out. I mean, nobody's had any conventions or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been quiet on the video game front, so <laughs> I don't know why we're having a podcast today. I, well, we just said Let's let let's do one. It'll be put up in six weeks. It'll be good. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> see what happens. We'll, we'll just go with the flow. We'll, we'll see how it happens. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Uh, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been a couple months, and uh, we're back. We're just um, we wanted to have uh, get Mike back in the fold again too, but uh, he has to work. So go ahead and earn your money, Mike. Good job. Um, but uh, the rest of us are slaving during the day, so. Should we just uh, start talking about what we've been playing right off the bat, since we might have a little bit of a list to go through? Yeah, we got some catch-up, so... Just a little bit, but go ahead, Corey. Me first? All right. Well, let's see. Um, My life has been overrun by Blizzard right now. Um, If they drop any more information, news, games out in the next, like, three months, I'm pretty much going to have to stop playing everything else. Um, StarCraft (laughs) Two has been pretty much ruling my life for the past week. Um, I'm playing nonstop, and that game is as close to a perfect game as you can get. And I mean that that is probably one of my my all time top five favorite games, is StarCraft II. And I mean, I pretty much finished the campaign. I've been playing in a little bit of multiplayer, and just been. I mean, there's so much. That whole universe is so expanse. It's it's just huge. Um, I just can't get enough of it. And then I've also been playing in the World of Warcraft beta for Cataclysm. So, I mean, they're dropping changes every week now. I mean, it was slow there for a couple weeks. There weren't that many uh, updates. And then recently they just had, like, a menagerie of just information dropping left and right and changes, and I'm just trying to keep up with all of that. And in the meantime, I'm, you know, playing a couple games on Steam. I got a couple things on the DL that I can't talk about that I'm playing that are uh, hopefully in the next coming podcast I'll be able to mention something about that. But, um... Right now, it's just busy, busy, busy. Now, did you download the new client for the uh, World of Warcraft Cataclysm? Yes, I did, and that actually has the new uh, streaming uh, launcher, which Mm -hmm. is very interesting to see how it works. I haven't ran into any hiccups, and some people have, and most of it's really graphical errors. I mean, really, like, line of sight or seeing a tree slowly become a tree in front of you or wait for everything to repopulate. I mean, it's really based off of your download speed. But I haven't really had any problems, but I'm also the patient guy that's like, you know what? When the bar gets the green, I'll play. I'll just let it run all day, and when it updates, <laughs> I'll go play it. And I haven't really had any... I haven't had too many problems with it. Um, today, I did get on, and um, I said that I had all the content downloaded, but while I was playing, a little red circle in the top right-hand corner came up, and when I highlighted over it, it said... Uh, you know, downloading new content, downloading core content. So I don't know exactly what I was missing because there's really no way to track what it's rebuilding. And I think that may run into some issues because people will be 
running from area to area, and they possibly will run into one area and be like, oh, wait, you can't go here yet because it's not downloaded. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of worried about how Blizzard's going to handle that. Uh, so can you kind of give a little background? Because, like, I'm not playing at all, so... Uh, um, what do you mean you're not... How do you not play? You and, like... There are millions of people around the world. You have to be playing. Um... <laughs> Well, well, with the Cataclysm, I mean, I think everybody, because of all the WoW websites out there right now, we it just MMO Champion and WoW.com are all just hammering information out left and right. And um, but this, I just meant the downloading thing. What the, how the downloading thing works? It's it's yeah. wonderful. It's your typical launcher that comes up, and rather than getting your little your little news tidbit or your mm-hmm. little hey go to Jinx.com and get a new shirt, it actually comes up and it gives you the updates that it's applying, and it gives you a little bar at the bottom. And the bar is your your update bar, but it's hmm. color coordinated now. So you have red means stop, yellow means slow the hell down, and green means you're good to go. So what happens is is that as the bar is increasing, you're always going to start in red because that's going to be downloading all the core content and making all the big changes to the actual world and classes, and that's all that's all the stuff that you're going to need to play. When it's in yellow. It means that you can partially play. You can hop in, but there's going to be stuff missing. You're going to be trying to download while you're playing. It's kind of a crapshoot there. You mean you, you may be able to do something, you may not. They, they haven't really clarified what you can and cannot do, um, but I think that's going to be dependent upon the update. And then you get, of course, the lovely green bar, which it's still downloading, but it says that you have enough content downloaded that you can participate. So ah. that, that's, I mean, that's as long as you're watching the bars, I mean, generally I think players are just going to wait until the bar's green. There's really no reason that you should sit down and wait and be like, okay, I'm downloading content, I'm downloading content. I have a raid an hour, I better be streaming this throughout the day. <laughs> okay, so you, literally you can be playing while you're still getting more stuff. Yep. Yes. And, and, and that, awesome. I, like I said, I saw that first feature today is that while I was downloading content, I'm literally in the new world of Deep Home. I'm down under the ground um, working with a bunch of rocks. That got very tedious. But there's a little red circle in the top right-hand corner, and it's just a little circle like uh, your Internet Explorer bar or Google or Firefox. You know how it spins when you're trying to wait for a web te- website to load? Same exact theory here. It's in the right-hand side right under your mini-map, and it says downloading core content and tell you what it's downloading, but it's kicking down a little information your way. Nice. That is so nice, because, I mean, uh, content update coming up, and I know it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to try to open it before I leave for work. Yeah, exactly. And hope it downloads during the day so that I can play when I get home. And that's, I think, what they're trying to eliminate. It's one of those things that they'll be able to do this patch, and people can stream it throughout the day without having to without having to wait for all the Battle.net servers to come up and then be like, okay, everybody click at the exact same time, and seven million people are all trying to download the same content patch. Exactly. So, it's awful. So that's what I've been playing recently. <laughs> so you've been kind of busy then. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, Blizzard has decided to take over my life, and with StarCraft 2, I, I mean, there's just not enough good things to say. It's an experience within itself. I've had, I've experienced more new mechanics in an RTS than I ever have in any RTS. I think the only 
I mean, I'm not excited for any other RTS now except for End of Nations. I think that's the only other RTS that I actually have on the radar because StarCraft 2 has pretty much broken every other game for me. So, I mean, uh, com- Command & Conquer is really going to have to step up with something. We, um, Someone's going to have to do something to really blow me away because StarCraft 2 is pretty much my golden child at this point. <laughs> yeah. Which is not bad for being one-third of a game. It, that's the worst part is that I play this entire thing and I'm going through all the missions and I'm experiencing everything and I keep forgetting, oh, wait, that was the first part. I still have two more expansions coming and I'm going, oh, I don't have time. There's, my life is done. So... Say bye-bye to my kid, and we're good to go. <laughs> Daddy needs to go for a little while. I just need four hours, baby. I just need four hours. I just need to play through. i got to get as many missions as I can get done. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> You're going to turn one time and then be like, holy crap, when did you become 12? I should, exactly. I told my wife, I said, the next time we, I said, if we have another kid and it's a boy, I'm naming it James Rayner. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. I know, right? <laughs> oh boy! Uh, wow. Uh, now, off air, you said something about Dragon Age. You might have finished that, or I did. I did. You know, I finally got a chance to to finish it, and I got about I logged about fifty seven hours. I got all four endings. I like I said, I think I slept with everybody in the game that was sleepable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I was. I, I, there was no horde achievement, but I'm sure that if I would have worked hard enough, I probably would have got it. Um, nice. I mean, I slept with people that didn't even give me credit. I just slept with them just because it was good measure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, but it, it, was, it, was, oh, it was a really good game. Um, of course, being on the end of that bandwagon, I finished it, and I'm like, oh, great, now I have Awakening, I have Leilani's Song, I have all these other expansions I have to now continue on with. And try and complete, and then and then everybody says, "Oh, by the way, now Dragon Age Two is coming out." So now I'm so behind. I don't feel I'll ever get caught up because they're because Bioware is pumping DLC out so fast right now. It's just I don't have enough time. So the the other option is to just say, "Screw it, I'll just wait till Dragon Age Two. But there's always that lingering. Well, it's only twenty hours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's only twenty hours. You know, that's that's a that's a day. I'll just take the day off from work and just play for twenty hours straight and be good to go. So Uh good times. Oh okay. Well Ben, that moves on to you. What's what you got for us? Um I'm pretty much in the same boat with Corey. (laughs) (laughs) StarCraft two what more can we say about that game really? It's just the, you, you go through the campaign, yes, and you go through the multiplayer, but then they add, they also, they also add in like the, the challenges on there, the, um, the achievements that you want to get in that game. It's just ridiculous. It's like, wow. And it's like some of the challenges. Have you gone through some of them yet, Corey? Yes, I have. And you know what's great about those challenges is they're teaching you to play multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a teaching experience, which I, I haven't really felt in any other game. I mean, this game pretty much hands, rather than just throwing you out there and saying, good luck, you're going to play a Korean and they're going to destroy you, they say, hey, you know what, here's a chance to actually have an opportunity to learn how to play. I mean, and the, and the matching system on top of that, I mean, you actually feel like you have a chance at this game. Yeah, and you, you have a fighting chance with yes. the person you're with. So that's the one thing I really like about um, the matching system in, in StarCraft 2. Um, so it, it's just 
Yeah, so like let's say you pick it pick it up, Brian, and like yeah. you there's like different levels of of uh, skills set or, or at least uh, a different level of skills. They're like okay, I think I'm I'm a um you know, I'm a beginner. You click on that and the, you know, it'll match you to the next beginner. And then you have oh. that fighting chance with that with the next person. Okay, so they actually worked a lot on like matchmaking. Well, according, I mean, the way that the Battle.net matchmaking system is set up is that in the beginning, you're pretty much matched up to win. I mean, you're, you're pretty much guaranteed to win 50% of your matches is how it oh. works. So it, it gives you, uh, you're going to be playing really good players, and you're going to be playing beginners just like you, and you have a, you have a 50-50 chance to win. It, it pretty much makes it fair for you. But as you continuously progress and get better and learn more tactics, it starts putting you up against harder players, you beat the harder players, and then you move up in this tier system. Mm-hmm. Mm. Alright. So, it's it's quite quite interesting and awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, everybody's been beating it like a dead horse. Everybody's like, oh, StarCraft is awesome, StarCraft is awesome, and I'm like, yeah, it is a dead horse. A very shiny, pretty, enjoyable dead horse. Yes. Um, that Years to come, especially when we're waiting for the next expansion to come out, it, it, it's still going to be one of those games where you're like, "Yeah, I'm still playing." <laughs> yep. Yep. So it's, it follows after its uh, original. It, yeah. It's right in suit and says, "Here's the next decade, kids." <laughs> yeah, and wow. you know, and we're also getting you know, even like the first one, people, even the younger generation, still pick up the game and you know, like this game is awesome. So, uh, and, and anyways, along with Corey, I'm also playing the beta for World of Warcraft Cataclysm, and uh, even though you I just can't stop, anymore, can you? you no, can't. no, I can't. I, I, I still want to get off the bandwagon, but I can't. Let me know when that happens, because I'll continuously go on and kill the Lich King like 20 more times. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'll definitely let you know about that. So, yeah, I, I, I downloaded a new client, and uh, just like Corey, I saw that the red, yellow, green bar on the bottom like huh okay I'm, I'm reading about on the new content and all that stuff as well so yay more stuff for me to waste my life on <laughs> yes <laughs> also I've been playing uh, been trying to get the, some of the achievements for Plants vs. Zombies because if you bought this on Steam you got the game of the year edition for free yeah so I'm so, like okay. now I didn't download it now here's my question uh-huh. what is Extra in the game of the year edition. I mean, what is what is so what is so great about it? I mean, everybody's you get this. Everybody's like, you got a free upgrade. I'm like, that's awesome. Steam's giving out free upgrades. It's brilliant. And then I'm like, so what did you upgrade? <laughs> the the one big thing that you notice that you can create your own uh, zombie, pretty much. And uh, yeah, it, I think it. Uh, oh, what was it? Don't remember at the moment, but I I know there's like more achievements for you to unlock, um, and but yeah, the big one is like you can create your own zombie, and he's like he's actually in the game because they took away Michael Jackson. Yes, that's what I heard. He's gone. Yeah. They took away Michael Jackson, and then so they, what they did is they added you. Uh, you can create your own zombie, and you're actually in the game. So like, if you're playing, let's say you're playing through the campaign. Like the um, like the the flag the flag part, Brian. You're yeah. the you're the, the zombie. That you create. He's the one holding the flag. Oh, uh, cool. 
So you actually get to see yourself as the zombie walking through the screen, and you get to kill yourself. So nice, nice. Now, so why did they say a re? I, I you know, much attention. They say a reason why they took Michael Jackson out, or I'm not sure if they did or not. I still need to look through the notes to uh, to find out they did. I'm I'm guessing a lot of people complain about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so outside. Yeah. All right. Whatever. <laughs> You know, it's just like, um, you guys didn't complain before when they had him in there, but so why now? You know? That's what happens when people die. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Brian? No, uh, I have more. What do you mean more? How When do you have time? How do you Um, have time? How I have time? Since I'm losing my job, I have time. (laughs) Can I I borrow some of your time? Can I get a couple hours? Sure, you can take some. Yeah. Um, also been playing Torchlight again uh, as when the as the light of the new Torchlight two um, announcement came out and what they do with that. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna play again, and I've been playing it and really enjoying the hell out of it again. So <laughs> it's like, no, I've been sucked into Torchlight again. <laughs> what level are you? I cre- I actually made a was it an archer now? So she's oh, yeah. level ten at the moment. Yeah, so right now, because I've been collecting, when I was playing as my, as the warrior type, I've been collecting items for like, whenever I made a new character, so right now, uh, at level 10, she's got this epic (laughs) bow, and just completely destroying people with it, it's just, it's awesome. Are you gonna go to 100? Are you gonna go to, are you gonna take it to 100? No, because my warrior's at 30-something at the moment, and I, I... I want to do that, but it, I know it's going to take me a long time for me to do that. And yeah, I don't think there's enough hours in the day for me to do that. So, <laughs> um, but um, I, I've also been playing uh, dabbing into another beta as well. It's an MMO. I'm not sure if we're not really allowed to say it. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't think about looking at the NDA, but so I'm I'm not sure. But I'll just say this though: it's just. Um, yeah, it's definitely definitely something worth uh, not um, yeah something worth playing at the moment uh, to try it out and all that good stuff to to talk about it in the future. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll know if we can talk about it. But next episode, yeah, <laughs> next episode we'll we'll definitely let you know. But in the meantime, we'll definitely not say it at the moment. So. That's- <laughs> Little spoiler there, everybody. Hey, we're not gonna, we're not, not really spoiler. We're just a little vague, but you know we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, you should end this episode with "to be continued." Yeah, <laughs> dun dun dun. Um, but yeah, that's enough with me. So off to you, Brian. All right. Um, really, since uh, it's been like a hundred and bazillion degrees, I'm avoiding my computer because it's been too hot in the room that it's been in. Um, and we don't have central air. We have, like, window units. Um, so they're con- they can get expensive, so we really don't run it unless we absolutely have to. Uh, so I've been really spending a lot of time with my PS3 and enjoying that. Um, since I've gotten the PlayStation Plus account, um, I've just been sort of downloading some of the deals and, you know, free games they have. So got to play games like Crit- uh, Critter Crunch, which is a hell of a lot of fun. Um, if you guys ever have the opportunity to play that, that one's uh, that one's really really good. 
it's just like a puzzle game, and it doesn't even seem like a whole lot, but it, it actually can be quite complex. So um, I know it's kind of old comparatively, so there's been I'm sure there's been a lot of people talking about it, like you know, probably eight months ago or something. But it's uh, it really is it really is a decent game, and if you have PlayStation Plus and you haven't downloaded this yet, you go do it now. Um, that's a really good one. Uh, also, uh, PlayStation Plus gets you Core. So, Core, yeah, not really worth paying for, but since it's free, um, I was happy to download the Terrover demo um, that came with that. And it apparently was at E3, and I just totally missed it or whatever. And it is absolutely, undeniably frustrating, and it pisses you off. <laughs> The whole wow. time. Sounds and you're like pissed you're off. <laughs> and then, well, here's the thing. Like, you're pissed off and you're like, God damn it. Okay, I'm going to, I'm doing it this time. Fuck you. And you're actually like, I'm like yelling at the screen, telling it to fuck off. And I'm like, but I'm going to play it again because I'm going to finish this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. it is, it is like punishingly difficult, but you want to keep playing. It's ridiculous. It sort of reminds me of playing Mega Man the new Mega Man 10. Yep. It's like, so frustrating. It's like, oh my god, I swear to god, I'm going to beat this board. And Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. know how you feel. Like, so I, I fall down, and then I go and I fall into this little tiny thing where my wheels get stuck on either side, and I can't pop out of it. And I'm stuck, and I'm like, damn it. So I blow myself up. I go and I do it again. And I did it again, and I did it again, and I did it again. Finally, I was able to pop out of it, like, in the 12th or 13th time I tried it. Um, that's kind of how frustrating it is. And then they have these pits of balls, like, just little these little balls, and you get into it, and then it's almost near impossible to get out because the balls are, like, moving around your wheels instead of helping give you friction so you can pop out of this giant ball pit. It's like you're screaming at it the whole time, but at the same time you're, like, loving it. It's... It should be one of those games. I'm going to download it, and then I'm going to hate myself for a while doing it, and then I'm going to complete it and be like absolutely proud of myself. So you're really going to appreciate the win. You get to you get to experience and just be happy, and then be like, yes. oh, I beat it, that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then people come over and be like, you need to try this, just so you can get pissed off. Nice. So it's going to yeah. be an angry angry night at Brian's house. So that's kind of how it's going to be, but it's awesome at the same time. <laughs> um, uh, I also been playing a lot of pixel junk games, uh, yes. so I'm playing some pixel junk monsters, which is uh, a lot of fun. Also, really frustrating. Um, I got pixel junk racer second lap because I got the first one. If you had purchased the first one, you get like the second one for free or something. All of a sudden, just like, do you want it? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll download it. Um, and it, it's pretty fun for as fun as slot cars can be. Um, so it's a very short window of of enjoyment and then it goes away and then I stop playing. Um, but the big one I've been playing is Pixel Junk Shooter and I actually finished it yesterday and got all the trophies but one, uh, one bronze I didn't get but otherwise I collected all the treasures and saved all the people and um, that actually is a lot of fun and I'm, I'm really looking forward to the second one coming out. Uh, I didn't realize how much fun this game was until I started playing it so um, wow. They had it on the summer sale for like five bucks. It's easily one of the best five dollars I've, I've spent. Um, the only thing I can think of is when there's a Steam sale and you get Torchlight for five bucks. 
that's really the only other game I can think of that would be worth the same amount, like that the enjoyment I got out of this game. Um, if you can find Torchlight for five dollars, that's about the same same amount of fun. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's challenging, and but it's not like it doesn't punish you at all. I, I just was able to play it, and I enjoyed myself, and I had a really good time. So it was it was a very nice experience to have. Nice, very cool. Well, yeah. Funny. Um, but that's really about it. Um, I've been kind of wanting, but also fearing playing. I I have Persona Four. It sits on my shelf. I want to play it, but I'm afraid of spending a hundred hours in it. Um, just, just let it happen. Just let it happen. Just, <laughs> just, 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 let it, just, just go with it. Just experiment. Sh- sh- like it's like college, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, I, I do want to announce that I broke down and made the biggest mistake of my life. Oh. I, I joined Facebook. Oh, that's right, you did. We have proof. I posted on your wall. Yes. <laughs> and it was like added me. It was like as soon as I did it, I was like, I'm going to regret this. I swear to God, not ten minutes later, I regretted it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you the, the big question that is probably on every listener's mind right now. Are I am playing not playing Farm? Farmville. Okay, just checking. I just want to clarify. If you don't have 100 hours for Persona, then you do not have any time for Farmville. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't really want to play Farmville, although there is a sick curiosity to it that I want to just try it so I at least know what it's like. Um, but really... The only game I've been playing is uh, from Three Rings is uh, the Everything game, and oh. basically it's like a card collecting game. Okay. Right. So I wake up in the morning, I, you know, flip my cards for the day, and then that's it. That, that's where it all starts, Brian. That's where it all starts. I'm Soon sure you that will have little sheep running around holding your cards oh, together on your little farm. It'll be amazing. <laughs> oh. God. The, that's the, when I need. That's when I expect you guys to have an intervention. Uh, no, uh, if, yeah. If I see you at all posting something about Facebook, I'm gonna message you. I'm like, dude, you need to get away now. It's time to, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. The the only game that I have for Facebook really is a PopCap game, which is Bejeweled Blitz, and that's about it. Yeah, but Bejeweled is good on any format: Facebook, yeah. iPad, phone. Uh, World of Warcraft. I mean, it, it comes up anyway, possible. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's about it for me. So that's kind of what we've been playing. I'm kind of glad we didn't go for like a full two month list thing because otherwise, no um, there, uh, we would we would be here tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah. finishing up. Uh, so longest podcast ever. Right. <laughs> let's uh, let's go into our feature set, which we have not done in a while, obviously. Uh, ben, why don't you start us off with um, Bargain Bin? Yay, my Bargain Bin is actually... Anyone can pick this up as long as you have a Steam account, really. Mine is Alien Swarm. Um, it is completely free. And if it is it is really, really fun for a free game the way it is. Uh, you you can play single player. You can have up to four, uh, three other people that you can play with. But it's just... It's a good... Um, over the top uh, shooter uh, where you're just killing aliens and you have like four different classes to choose from and you can customize your settings 
the way that you want to be be able to play it and all that stuff. So, like, you have an engineer, you have um, almost like um, almost like a leader type. You also have a medic, and I forgot what the last class is at the moment, but it's just it's just really really um, really something to to look into if you're looking for a free game to play. And, and I like it. I, I thought Alien Swarm was brilliant. I enjoy playing it. It's nice to see when my friends get online and I'm like, hey, you want to play a game Alien Swarm? And just, I mean, hop in real quick. And I I reviewed a while back Alien Breed Impact, which also was a, a, a over-the-top shooter. Mm-hmm. And its monotony was ridiculous. I mean, the game was really nice, but A, you had to pay for it. I just was not big on that. I mean, I just didn't think it was worth the money that they were um, asking to be charged. And right now, I think it's all, I think it's 50% off now. I mean, they're trying to get everybody to buy it. But then you have Steam, who says, by the way, here's Alien Swarm. It's completely free. You can edit levels, and you get multiple characters. Enjoy. And I'm thinking, why even... I mean, Alien Breed Impact and Alien Swarm came out so close together... I think Alien Breed really got overshadowed, and Alien Swarm just took the reins and said, this is the way the game should have played, and this is all the features that players wanted in the in this previous title, but didn't get. And I think it, it, Alien Swarm was probably, I completely agree with you, Ben, great game. Great game. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just, especially when you get, like, four other people to play with you, and it just... Like I, th- I think the friendly fire is always on as well, isn't it? And you, so you really have to be careful where you're shooting at, uh, especially as the as um like the heavy weapon type person. Like you just sit there and just spray. You really have to be careful where you're pointing a gun at because you can literally can kill your teammate in like I want to say like in a dime, but like it will take a little bit. But you gotta be careful where you're pointing at. Well, did you wow. see? Um... Actually, today, uh, the day that we're recording this podcast, uh, they added that new difficulty setting, Hardcore Friendly yes. Fire. Mm-hmm. And when it's enabled, it basically deals full damage immediately to your friends within the vicinity. And I'm like, okay, I'm already shooting you on accident right now, and you're living. I can't play this mode. I'm no. going to kill my entire team in like the first five minutes of panic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look out! Oh, I killed everybody. Yeah. Oh, and the medic is dead. Let's just sit down and die. Yeah, and, and the thing is, though, like once you die in that in that area, you you there's no way to resurrect that person at all. I don't yeah. think is there because I was playing I was playing as a medic and I was looking for something to resurrect resurrect someone and it's just like I can't do anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy that plays, and if you die, I'm leaving you behind. I don't have time to yeah. go and bring you back to life. I'm, you're on your own. And, awesome. Uh, yeah, well, no, honestly, I don't care. Cla- classy, Corey. Classy. I, I, you know what? It's survival of the fittest, and obviously, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> you failed as shooting aliens. <laughs> you're the buffalo in the back that got eaten. That's not my problem. <laughs> You're the one who died of dysentery three days into Oregon Trail. Exactly. <laughs> Snake bite my left foot. You're on your own. <laughs> Sarna. I'll see you in the light next lifetime. <laughs> well, did you see that they added a new difficulty level? Um, I think it's brutal is what it is. Yes. That's because insane apparently wasn't hard enough. And I'm playing this game on, like, the medium level. 
yeah. and praying that I can get through the level in one shot, because otherwise I'm going to be sitting here banging my head against my monitor for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's quite. It, it's quite the fun, uh, definitely. So go pick it up because it is free. There's no reason why you should not pick up this game at all. So, nice. so we're, nice. yep, we're going to our next segment at the moment with Andadia with Brian. That's me. Um, I know a bunch of people have been, were talking about this like a couple of weeks ago, but uh, Limbo on the Xbox 360. Uh, so on Xbox Live for 1,200 Microsoft points, which I'm not really sure what that is in real life. Um, I think that's like on a hundred fifty dollars. I, I don't. I don't understand this fake money <laughs> thing. Um, I, actually, I'm not really sure. So it's like what twelve, fifteen, fifteen dollars maybe. Is that uh, whatever? The next time I, I think, buy my car, I'm gonna buy it in Microsoft points. Um, whatever there you it is, go. like it's fourteen thousand dollars. What is that in Microsoft points? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then and then you're then what you'll do is you'll put out a Twitter uh, put out a tweet asking people for free Microsoft points um, <laughs> because you have boobs. No, wait. Exactly. exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, so it's uh, kind of a dark game, but it looks awesome, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. So and when I actually get my uh, Xbox, I will be downloading this myself. So go out and get it. 1,200 Microsoft points, uh, Limbo on the Xbox Live uh, Marketplace, whatever they call it. I don't know, whatever. On the I'm, Xbox. So, I'm so knowledgeable. I know, right? You're like, this game is amazing. You should download it on whatever format it comes in. <laughs> yeah. Just go <laughs> press buttons. I, I don't know. The thing, things happen. I, I don't know how it works. You buy fake money, uh, and you download you it. That's all. Yeah. You get real games for fake money. I mean, it's, it's great. Yes. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think we have a Netflix pick this week, do we? No? Unless you have one, Brian. Uh, actually, what um, what we finally picked up, uh, Vanessa and I finally picked up on the Guild. We finally went through and watched the first three seasons of that. Yay! And uh, it's very enjoyable. I, I'm not quite obsessed with it as some people are, um, but I I do enjoy it though. I mean, I think it's I think it's it's pretty good. There's a few things where I'm kind of like, uh, yeah, but okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's very funny and it's very enjoyable. Uh, the Guild. All three seasons are out on um, Instant Watch, so there you go. Epic. Yeah. Very. So, as far as big topics uh, for the podcast, um, I'm there might have been a little news coming out of Gamescom. I'm, I'm not sure. A little bit. Uh, Gamescom? I don't know what you talked about. No. Gamescom. Right. So there was this little tiny uh, convention that happened uh, out in Germany. And, uh, yeah, so Gamescom, um, if you were on the Aggregamer site today, uh, we did a two-part video with, like, a lot of the trailers and stuff that come that have come out of the conference from last weekend, and, just, whoa. Not um, yeah, don't worry about that. Just let it anyway, so, before we start going through it, uh, two words, Torchlight 2. Torchlight 2, yes. Uh, cannot wait for this game to come out. Oh, about time, about time. I thought, you know, I, I thought, you know, when they announced, like, Torchlight 2, I thought it was going to like be, like, a, a more of a, an MMO setting. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way that I looked at it, it looks like it's going to be, like, a Neverwinter Nights type game, and I'm like, oh, man. Oh, this is going to devour me. <laughs> wow. 
never had a game devour me, but that, that, that may be my first. Well, well, World of Warcraft devour both of us. Come on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So. I, you know, I'm looking forward to Torchlight 2, and, and like I said in the article to Brian not too long ago, if y'all don't play with me, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, this game is going to be the only thing that would have made that the original perfect is if it had a multiplayer function. And if you watch the trailer, it basically says that was the big complaint everybody had. And they're like, okay, we'll do that then. And then you, I mean, you listen to your community, you make a brilliant game, you add the one thing that's missing, you, you're like fingering gold. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think that they've really built, like you said, they built up this community and they've really kind of built up a great fan base, and I think this is perfect because it's going to give the people a taste of what they wanted until they can get the MMO finished. Exactly, exactly. And I like that. I like the new areas. I like the new zones. I like that there's now an above ground um, feeling. I mean, I'm going to see grass. I'm very excited about seeing grass and trees and actually being in this outer world. And it reminds me of a lot of um, the Dungeon Siege 2, where you've got mm-hmm. you know. Except for the over over the shoulder view and more of a top down view, but I, it's just one of those. From the preview, the, the graphics look amazing. I think that they really stepped up the graphics from the previous game, and I'm I'm really excited to play this thing. I really am. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I I don't think there's really a whole lot to say. First of all, the teaser trailer that they gave was very much a, just a teaser, um, but I know there's going to be a couple of new classes. Yeah, uh, they're going to update the level editor. It's going to be pretty awesome. It's oh, it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so. definitely. So, I mean, another game that I'm really interested in is um, oh crap, what was it? No, um, like Little Big Planet too. Um, mm-hmm. That that trailer was like, oh man, I can't wait for this game to come out as well. Yeah. And like, just I, oh, go ahead. I think I, I mean Little Big Planet. I really liked Little Big Planet. I thought its customizability. I think people were doing some really crafty things on there. I mean the way they built these levels and these gigantic traps and making words spell out and doing all sorts of interesting stuff. Um, I didn't care much for the gameplay. I didn't think that it was all that spectacular. I mean it was great. It's to have this entirely creative world that you can bend to your will, but on the other hand, I just wanted to run through the game to play it. I didn't really want to build a car every other level. <laughs> so I'm hoping that Little Big Planet 2 kind of adds a little bit more, I don't want to say fun, I want to say more gameplay and not concentrate so much. I mean, they obviously have the level editors locked down, so I'm hoping that they, they take those tools and create more fun levels and some I mean I don't want to spend a couple hours and play through the game and blow through it because they want me to use the level editor and build stuff for uh, the community I want to play something that's going to give me some good game time and really rack my brain hmm. all right yeah yeah definitely right. <laughs> is there anything that you like to that you like from gamescom Brian well, besides uh, Torchlight 2, um, I haven't even watched it yet. That's the worst part. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw that there's a new sorcery trailer. And oh damn, I God, I want this game so bad. Um, oh. I don't, I don't know about this guy standing in the corner, um, but uh, yeah, no, this is damn. It looks so nice with this PlayStation 3 remote. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, fine. Yeah, like, 
whatever. But uh, it's still, it looks awesome, and I'm really looking forward to it, just because it kind of, I, I know this is going to sound weird, but at least what we saw at E3, it ga- kind of gave me a, this is what Torchlight would be if you had, like, one person, and you were, like, had this over the bat, like, like around the side view of him, mm-hmm. and you had, a, like, a remote, that or, like, a wand you can actually, like, fling stuff at. That, to me, is is what it would be, and that's what I want to play. I want to play something like that, so... Yeah, it's gonna be. I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. I'm not too sure what that's going to be like, but we'll give it a shot. I get to be my own Harry Potter. That's what I'm looking at it as. Yes. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only thing that I'm looking at uh, with that game is like, hey, I get to be Harry Potter. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So other than that, I mean, like, there's been a few kind of not surprises, but like the Resistance Three was announced. A new Ratchet and Clank was announced. Mm-hmm. Um, both look okay. Uh, Killzone Three multiplayer. I, I, I thought that one actually looked pretty sweet. Um, I don't know. I mean, what else did you guys like? Um, I, even though I've been looking forward to this game since last year's E3, but just watch, keep on, I'm just keep on watching the trailer for Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. It yeah. just gets me pumped up to wanting to play this game <laughs> because it's just. It's Castlevania, and I think they did it right for once. <laughs> and made it extremely scary. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they made it to, like, you know, because, you know, I think, you know, the first 3D Castlevania came up for the PS2, and that game was just god-awful. Uh, yeah. And just, like, you know, people gone back to, like, you know, Symphony of the Night and all that stuff. And, like, this is the first one in a while where there's, like, this is actually a pretty good Castlevania game that I'm really, really looking forward to. So, and so I, I can't wait. And um, but yeah, can't wait for that. And like the the the, the Rock Band Three set list that yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I don't know. Harmonix didn't realize what was going on at the time, but hey, check it out, folks. Surprise. Yeah. Anyway. Some of these songs, though, are gonna be pretty friggin' awesome. I mean, dude, they have Free Echo. Bird. I mean, what else? What shit? Freebird. Uh, well, yeah, Freebird. Okay, let's let's talk about Freebird for a second. I, you know, you're sitting at the bar and you've had those couple drinks and you've just been hanging out and all of a sudden Freebird comes on and you always get that guy in the back of the bar that's all Freebird, yeah, woo, and is excited and can't wait to listen to the 14 minutes and 90 some odd <laughs> seconds of whatever this song is. I mean, yeah, that's me. No, that's you. That, that, <laughs> you're that guy. So that's great. But my thing is, am I going to play this on the rock band instrument for that long? Am I going? Do I have the endurance? I mean, already. Um, yes. You think so? That's Challenge cool. accepted. Yes. Uh, <laughs> video or <it> didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but there, there, I mean, there really are some really great songs on the set list. Um, ridiculous. Um, I mean, <sighs> shit. I mean, even Imagine by John Lennon. The, yeah. have the Ramones on here. The Smiths. Oh, damn, it, man, this is gonna be pretty friggin' sweet. Yeah, it's gonna be. This is gonna be one hell of a set list. I mean, it's just gonna be like, just like rock band, and then guitar, and then there's like guitar hero. It's like. It's really funny how far down Guitar Hero has gotten and just how big Rock Band has toppled over them. 
Yeah. How does it come? Yeah. So, uh, anything else, you guys, that you guys have seen? Yeah, I wanted uh, to ask I, you guys what you thought about the Dead Space Two jump. Did you um, guys see that? The Gamescom uh, trailer for Dead Space Two. It was pretty much. You got the main protagonist, he's sitting in the uh, ship, and he hops in the seat, and he, it launches him out, and he basically free-falls down to the level, and then it goes Dead Space 2. And it really reminded me of Halo. Like, mm. you know, when Master Chief jumps down, and he's on his way, and he's going head down straight into the middle of the Covenant, he's going to kick everybody's ass, rah, rah, rah. But it was like, I watched on Dead Space 2, and I'm like, yeah, seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, uh... I mean... So sure, did it. Scare me a little bit, but I mean, you're jumping. That's not. That's not scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not a huge fan of the. Uh, of I've never actually played the first one. I, I watched the anime. Um, that was freaking terrible. Yeah. Don't bother. But uh, <laughs> other than that, other than that um, I, I've never played the game, so it doesn't mean anything to me one one way or the other. Ben. Um. I've seen um, our head editor play it. I've seen his girlfriend play it, and I, as much as you know, I like uh, that style of play. That third person, I'm just not interested in that space. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, I know it's just me, but I'm, I, yeah, not interested at all. So that, that's one of those titles where I'm like, okay, I will have. You know, other people can enjoy it. I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> sit There's nothing wrong with that. That's right. It's a couch game. Sit back, grab a beer, and just watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Corey, I know you uh, put up an article today about a game you might like a little oh. bit. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. All right. So today, Cryptic Studios which we already have seen do some great things with the MMO universe with um, Champions Online giving us uh, City of Heroes where we first got our first uh, uh, characters, our, our, our comic book fantasies in the online world, and then they brought us Star Trek Online, which me and Ben have talked about before and gives you the new um, mechanics that are, are not in your typical MMO. I mean, we got flying ships, we got space, and then we had superheroes and capes, and I mean, we've had all this stuff so far. And they just announced that Cryptic Studios and Atari, along with the Wizards of the Coast team, and who, if you don't know who they are, you have never heard the name Dungeons & Dragons before, um, are bringing us a new title called Neverwinter. And for anybody that's familiar with the Bioware franchise of Neverwinter Nights, this is that game. I mean, it's going to be it's completely immersed in the Neverwinter City. It's it's the Sword Coast. It's Icewind Dale. It's everything that you have always wanted in the Neverwinter world. And they're bringing on R.A. Salvatore, which is uh, famous for writing the Tristor novel novels and um, his work in the Forgotten Realms. And he's just a fantastic writer. And he's actually releasing a trilogy of books prior to the game, which should be released, I believe, fourth quarter of next year. Oh, wow. And it's, I mean, they're ready to start handing this thing out hand over fist. And it's funny, actually. Um, Jack Emmert, it, he is, what is his actual title? He's the COO of Cryptic Studios. 
and he doesn't call this an MMO because it's an online style game. You get on, it's it's um, persistent. It's persistent. It's a persistent world. And he did an interview recently with Massively and kind of des- uh, describing what the world of Neverwinter is going to be like. And he says it's going to be... They compare it to, like, Fantasy Star Online, where you go into... You go into... Uh, um, what am I going to call it? How do I put it? A lobby. And there's numerous players... There's numerous players... Um, in this lobby together, getting ready to play, and then they're all moved into uh, instance together, and they play in a dungeon. But you only can have five players at a time. So like Fantasy Star Online, you have the lobby, you're seeing everybody, you're chatting with everybody, you're reacting, and then you go into a dungeon, like a Dungeons & Dragons title, and you sit there, and you play, and the world is persistent and changes and constantly is a new adventure every time you play with every different group of people. you got five classes... Um, the typical, from what it looks like on the website, a cleric, warrior, rogue, archer, uh, mage. I mean, it's everything Dungeons and Dragons should be in a game. I mean, DDO could have learned a lesson from this, honestly. Oh God. So, yeah, exactly. It is, it, I mean, and he's not calling it an MMO. He says yeah. it's not a massively multiplayer online game. He's calling it an OMG. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, OMG, what is it? And he says it's an online multiplayer game. It's an OMG. And I'm going, okay, I'll go with that. That's catchy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's really just, it's really for that small group of players that likes to play a game together. I mean, you have your World of Warcraft fans, your, your City of Heroes fans that really, you don't want to be in a 25-man or 40-man raid. You don't want to be with hundreds of players trying to do one big event, you want to get with five of your closest friends, all jump into a dungeon, get loot, go through the story, um, and really just enjoy the game as a group together. And I think that's going to be one of the the highlights of this title, because you're going to have just small, small groups, and that's where it's really focused at, and I think that they can do a lot of work with a small group. So, Nice. Very nice. That's awesome! Uh, I can't wait for that. Can't wait for this to come out. It, and you know what? We haven't even seen anything of it. And I mean, the Neverwinter Nights community has such a huge modding community. And I think he announced that they also announced that they're going to have what's called the Forge system, which is very similar to the Aurora tool set, which Neverwinter Nights and Neverwinter Nights Two took high advantage of. And people built humongous worlds out of this thing. And basically, you'll be able to play an online game with your friends that you'll be able to design the level around you while you play it. And I think wow. that, but they haven't released anything about being a dungeon master. That's what I'm really interested in. Is there going to be able to be that I can sit in there and watch online as they traverse through my dungeon? But I don't know. They haven't said anything about that yet. So we're kind of keep, kind of keep our ear to the ground and see what's happening there. I'm sure they're just going to wait for packs or for something oh, yeah. else. You know, they got, I'm waiting for screenshots. I'm waiting for uh, video. Bring it on. Bring it all on. I'm ready to jump right back into the city of Neverwinter. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, ben, I believe you also just put out something recently, and my computer just froze. Nope. Oh, no, I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, about uh, Lineage 2. Uh, yeah. Uh, this... 
the guy's name is Craig Smallwood, and he's uh, he's from Hawaii. And pretty much the gist of it is that he's suing NCSoft because he claims uh, after spending twenty thousand hours between two thousand four and two thousand nine that he was not able to function independently, uh, just as getting up, getting dressed, bathing, or communicating with family and friends because lineage two is too addicting. And so he's suing NCSoft because he did not put, they did not put any sort of warning letting him know that, hey, this game is addicting. Do not buy this if you are addicting. And so I, it's just, when I read that, that morning, I was like, wait, really? Wait. Okay. I'm like, yeah, really? I, <laughs> I mean, can me and Corey sue World of Warcraft because we've been playing since 2005? <laughs> yeah, if that's possible, I want my share now. But yeah, I would never sue Blizzard because they would terrify me. So, <laughs> I, I, I just that's the one thing I just didn't get. And you know, yeah, yeah, games can be addicting. You know, we all play video games because they're addicting. But there's a point where someone needs to say, "Hey, you want to come out and have a drink?" Especially yeah. when you're in Hawaii, you're in, you're in the beach area. What are you doing inside, anyways? Well, I mean, every game has the warning. It says if you play this game, play in moderation. Go outside every now and then, see the yeah. sun once in a while, or see the moon if you're a nighttime person, whatever. But I mean, you, you can't spend your entire life playing a game. If so, that's your bad. You can't be putting that on a video game company saying that it's their fault for making it addicting. Oh no! I mean, they dra- they drag you in, but they don't want to make you like lose your entire life over it. That's not a gaming company's goal. No. So. Well, and first of all, that's just bad business. Exactly. I mean, because if they lose their job, then they can't keep paying for their subscription. So that's just bad business sense. So it, it, believe me, they are not trying to do that. That's This person just needs help. That's yeah. That's yeah, <laughs> a needs really to nice in. way yeah. of saying it. Yeah, someone needs and to step in and get him exactly. to mention <laughs> That's exactly it. It's one of those things. Like some, I mean, and, and what? Nobody noticed. Nobody said, "Hey, this guy's got a problem." I'm from Las Vegas. The minute you're on a slot machine longer than like a day, everybody's like, "Hey, you got a problem?" So let's send you over to counseling. I mean, same thing goes for video games. If you if you're doing something just too much, let it go, man. Just get up and stop playing for a minute. You have that capability. Yeah, and no matter how much you say you don't, the truth is you do, and you just have to. You know, start using some of your willpower, and if you say you don't have that, then uh, you know you're just making excuses. That's really what it boils down to. Yeah, at this point, pretty much, it just—I I don't get it because you know I've been playing video games since what '84, '85. Brian, you've been playing right around that same time in core. I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure you as well. Yeah, we. I'm sure we played, like, you know, especially the older games, we sat there and played those for hours. Hours and until our parents were like, hey, go outside. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. And, and I think we've all, and I think, you know, you can lo- logically say we've all been there. You know, yeah. you, you're all, you, we've all been to the point where we're like, whoa, maybe I need to uh, take, a, take a break or something. You know, because, wait, I've, I've taken. How many of us have taken a day off to play a game on like the first day or something? Oh I yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right here. I'll admit yeah. that in a heartbeat. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so, sure. I'm sure everyone has at one point or another, especially a game they really, really want to play. Um, I'm sure, like Corey, <laughs> you probably took a day off of StarCraft Two. Probably not. I did, but, oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. But it, you know what? And my problem is, is that all the games that you pick, you pick Lineage Two. I mean, really, that's going to be your addicting game. I don't believe if you look at it for the amount of time that he said he played, it's probably about 2.3 years of his life gone. The game has only been out since 2004. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's about three months per year. That's not addicted. That's just that's just spread out over time. It's not that much time. Now, if he played for 2.3 years straight, I mean, two, almost two, two and a quarter year, if he played that straight, that's his problem. Yeah. But honestly, that's not that long if you think about it since the game's been out. I just don't believe that Lineage 2 has that much content to make, keep me addicted for that long. I just, nothing against the game, well, I just don't think there's enough there. Funny funny story, I was actually talking to a guy who was really into it um, like two or three years ago, and I was talking to him over the weekend, and apparently it's not so much that there's a lot of content. I mean, there's a, there is a lot of content, obviously, they've been doing it for six years, there has to be you know, plenty of content out there. Um, but he said he, he said you spend a lot of time grinding. Yeah, see, I so, can't do that. I can't. So most of most it. of it, I'm guessing, is a lot. Of, he was spending a lot of time just sitting grinding. Yeah. You know, uh, an area or something. So I, I'm guessing that's kind of where a lot of his time went. But um, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of content in the game. I just can't imagine. You know. Yeah. And then suing somebody over it. I just yeah. If I if I sued every video game company for making a really great game, uh, I don't know how many of those lawsuits I'd actually win. But if I did, I'd be a rich guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, or game or game companies would stop making games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they would. I mean, they'd be all out of business. I mean, it's, they, would, they would all be making carnival games, you know, on the week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's that's like you know. Let's just say you know. Like all the, the Twilight fans, you know, they're like people out there thinking about Twilight all the time, and it's their bad for for them being into a movie like that. But I'm, I'm, I'm you're not hearing anyone suing, uh, you know, the producer or the writers for, you know, for making a movie like Twilight. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm suing Team Edward, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> a class action lawsuit against Team Edward by Team exactly. Jacob. Be like, that's right. I think the werewolf should win. So I'm yeah. suing Team Edward. So That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> sue, you know, sue the actor um, exactly. because he plays a guy uh, in a movie. Yeah. You, you can't. It, it's very difficult to, to come across that with media. I mean, any form of media. Movies, video games. I mean... You've got people trying to sue the internet as a whole. Yeah. It's just, I mean, people just don't have the self-control that they once did. And, oh, well, I mean, that's your problem. Uh, justify it to me, please, because I, I, I just don't see it. Exactly. Uh, all right, so Gamescom 2010, Ugh. more info and, and stuff than E3, yes or no? Corey? Oh, by far. By far. And um, like I was telling you guys beforehand, I think that a lot of the game companies were bringing a lot to the table for E3, but I firmly believe a lot of them held back and said, hey, you know what? Wait till Gamescom. I mean, yeah, check all this out. Neat stuff. Ooh, look at this. Nice and shiny. But everybody expects E3 to be the big game show. I think that um, the video game companies wanted 
people to come to Gamescom and bring that same that same fire and that same spark that E3 always you know enrages in people of oh my god what are they going to release next and I think that's that's a great move I like to see my news spread out throughout the year I mean I'd rather not have to rely on E3 to get all my news for the entire year I'd like to kind of have it eke out per convention so like PAX I'd like to get mine PAX they just had QuakeCon not too long ago and there's a lot of stuff coming out of there and uh they could have got their internet working, but that's a different story. Um, yeah, I heard about that. Uh, horrible. It's I don't understand how you can have an entire convention with that many people. That, and it's a it's a gigantic land party, and you cannot get your internet to work. That <laughs> considered my mind blown. So, but like I like to hear stuff. QuakeCon. I'd like to keep up with QuakeCon because I, I know that I'm going to get some news or PAX. I'm going to watch what's happening at PAX because I want to get some more news. I don't want to just rely on one convention and one source of media to get all my video game news for the next year. <laughs> so, well done, Gamescom. I applaud you. Um, but the, the thing is, though, like, you know, I'm like you. I'd rather have my news, you know, sporadic like that. But, you know, but having this much news come out from one convention where, like, some of the smaller media, like us, can't go to Germany, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. So it's just like, you know, it just it frustrates me because now I'm waiting to see what they're going to have at the Tokyo Game Show now. It, yeah, you know? exactly. So now, I mean, now every time a new convention is going to go out, I'm going to be like, so what do we got going on? What's happening? So See, I, and the thing is, though, I don't think they're going to announce anything new in PAX because PAX is more of a consumer um, convention than it is more of a media. I don't know. You may be surprised. I mean, I know I, I, I probably will be surprised, but I'm just saying though that you know there, there might be some small news, some some news coming out from there, but nothing major though. Well, look, I, Gamescom had an announcement for Diablo three. I'm thinking uh, BlizzCon is in a couple months. Why not hold it off until BlizzCon? You know, why release it during Gamescom? And I mean, it's just one of those things. It's kind of fuel to the fire. Get everybody kind of excited for the fall lineup of titles coming out. So. Uh, okay, I want to I want to pose this question then. Do you feel that may, maybe there were many developers and publishers that held some of this news to Gamescom because E3 was so focused on um, motion control? Yes, uh, you know Brian, that is a good point because I see that. that seems to be that's all I saw from E3. And I mean, on online, everything I saw news-wise, it's just all was motion control. I mean, we had Peter Molyneux showing all of the Fable 3, and he had Cirque Day, so yay, come out, and some little girl play with the tiger on the... Nobody cares. I mean, I mean, the motion control is done. It's been beaten to the death. Let's see what Microsoft and Wii and PlayStation are going to do. And that was the highlight of the halls. So... All the little developers, all the tiny developers, all the downloadable content really got overshadowed. And I, I agree with that, Brian. I think that's what that's why they held back is rather than being overshadowed, they could really focus on the actual the developers' projects for the next coming four quarters, five quarters, and show what's going on. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It just you know, E three this year was like yeah, like Brian said, motion controller this from Sony, the connect with Microsoft and um, the 3DS with uh, Nintendo. It was just more hardware based this year at E3 than it was more software. I mean, granted, there were like some 
uh, a lot of sequels coming out and barely any new IPs. I think the only new IP that we, me and Brian were really interested in was Dan Central because you know they it, it, it wasn't a gimmick game for the Kinect. It was actually here's a full-fledged game that you can really use the Kinect for. Yeah. yeah. So it, 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 Gamescom came up with boom, software, software, software. It was like wow, this is this is awesome. <laughs> Where was yeah. this at E3? It was pretty awesome, and maybe some of the stuff just wasn't ready or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, just some of the announcements. And granted, they were all kind of sequely, you know, like Resistance Three and stuff. But uh, I mean, there was just like I mean, there was just times where I know. You know, I was talking to David online, uh, our chief editor, and it was just like, are you just reading this stuff coming out? It's crazy. And, like, <laughs> literally, we couldn't keep up with writing articles so because uh, it was coming out too fast. It was, so. it was definitely something. I was like, a new article coming out. I'm like, what? Wait, what? Well, you, have to, you also have to consider the, the developing companies is that you have two of the largest game conventions within a three-month span. So if you show everything you have at E3, what do you show at Gamescom? Exactly. You got nothing. Nothing. You just, hey, you know, remember that game we showed you three months ago? Yeah, here it is again. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, overall, it looks like a pretty good Gamescom. Um, definitely what's Tokyo Game Show is next, or, well, PAX, I guess. PAX and then uh, Tokyo Game Show. Um. So we can look forward to that. I do have an email, uh, so let me go ahead and read that, and uh, we can answer. It's about, it's about episode 76 uh, from, you know, a few months ago. Uh, so hello, all. I'm sending this through Brian so he feels like he has listeners. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, as far as on PlayStation Plus, if it meant better service and features like party chat, then sure. Otherwise, no fucking way. Um, I'm actually in the process of coming up with an article about PlayStation Plus, and you know, I- I'm still working on it, but I have gotten about $26 worth of stuff so far for free. Um, so I- I've almost made a bit made about half of my money back. So. Uh, I'll uh, finish that up and, and get it up, but um, let's continue on. So on APB, great, conce- great concept. Gameplay sucks. Your hitbox is larger than your character. Oof. Just because you look like you're behind cover doesn't mean you are. Performance is real bad. High on lag. The, the game is balanced, or they, they the game? Is balanced and lower. Yeah, they the game. The ba- game is balanced and lower players can still compete against hi- uh, against higher. Oh, they say. I guess they say the game is balanced and lower players can still compete against higher higher players. That's a total lie. When I play against people close to my level, I do fairly well. When I come across a higher level, I get owned every time. Uh, I can tell because it shows the weapons and perks my opponent has equipped. That when you get killed. I know it's crazy superior firepower. Serious disadvantage for first-time players. Finally, this game is hack-infested. Just go to YouTube and search APB hacks. All the typical FPS hacks are on this game. Aimbots, ESP, wall hack, you name it, it's on APB. That's my two cents. Uh, Again, welcome back. I'm glad E3 was fun for you. One day I will go to these events. Aloha, Wes, the Shockman Shockley. Wow. Thanks. That's Shock. (laughs) Shockman 
genius. Everything I completely agree with on. Um, that was one of the games in the list of games that I was playing this <laughs> in the past couple months. And APB, like I said in my article, it has a lot to fix. Um, it's based off of the Unreal Engine, which we already know has been exploited to high hell. Everybody, I mean, like you said, aimbots, uh, clipping, everything you can think of is in this game. Now, the problem is that you have it in an online, a persistent online world, and everybody's using it. Um, you've got people hacking their equipment, hacking their... Uh, nobody, Nobody's on your level. Uh, basic players who just want to play the game will never be able to compete. There's no good matching system. Um, you're launched from across the room. I remember getting so frustrated with the game because I would be at one end of the city, I would accept a quest, and it would be on the other end of the city. So I have to go get myself a car and drive all the way down there while the opposing team is already down there finishing their part of the quest. And I'm thinking, by the time I get down there, they'll be done. And then all of a sudden, bloop, I get another thing behind me that says, hey, now turn around and go finish this part. It's it's really it was a really broken game. Um, I hope Real Time Worlds gets on the bandwagon, figures out some way to get rid of all the hacking, um, gets rid of a lot of the uh, problems with the hitbox is a big problem because they have such a great customize customization system. You can't limit the hitbox because you have fat players, you have skinny players, tall players, short players. So everybody has the same hitbox. So my character gets shot in the mohawk and I'm going to die. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really... If they can fix it and uh, re-release it and say, hey, we've made all these fantastic changes, listen to the community, listen to what people are saying, and stop saying that the game is not broken because it is, and then really just take what the community has to say and re-implement that, and I think you will have a good MMO first-person shooter. But until then... I don't recommend it to anybody. Yeah, I, you know, just watching it over at E3 last year, I thought it was a great concept. You know, the, the customization of your characters was was really up there, and oh, just amazing, the, yeah. the concept was there. But after seeing some of the gameplay, especially at PAX East, and just some of the things that people walked away saying from it, it was just. I got a little discouraged, and then just the more I read, especially the day of release where it only sold less than 10,000 units uh, when when the game came out, and it just, I was like, wow. And the budget that I heard, um, I read an article uh, in one of the sites called um, brokentoys.org, and uh, their, uh, APB blew $100 million on this. Whoa! Yeah, so... It was a really bad, really bad call. Yeah, it just... You want to know how what not to do in an MMO? Yeah. This is it? Yeah, I, I'm guessing this is it. It just... Jeez. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put it up in, uh, in the show notes so, so everyone can read the article, but I'll, it's just... Wow, just the amount of the budget money that they have, and just the game that they released for this is like, wow, really? Mm. So, so it's just all right. Well, thank you, Wes, for uh, for emailing us uh, or emailing me uh, to let me know that we do have one listener. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, if you do, if you do have any emails, and you have to be a, a listener. Um, 
if any of the three of you want to send something, go ahead and send it either to myself, Ben, uh, Mike, um, or agrocast at angrygamer.com. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else? Oh, I do. I actually have something, and that's oh, okay. in regards to Death Spank. Ooh. Yes. Have you guys heard about this with the sequel? There's a sequel? Oh, Thongs of something or another? I think it's um, Thongs of Virtue. There you and go. it's it's releasing next month. What? Yeah, like, the way that they explained it is that they were building these games in tandem. No, not in tandem. They were building them basically side by side, similar to the Lord of the Rings movies. You know, they build them side by side so that, you know, they release one game, get everybody on it, but while it's still fresh in everybody's mind, bam! Release a sequel. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, it's it's brilliant marketing scheme. I mean, because everybody who played Death Bank, whether you liked it or not, you already everybody knows what the title is. So everybody's going to go, okay. And it's it's got a more modern look. I mean, you got guns, you got thongs, you got. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and I, th- I think that um, it should be interesting to see. But I'm, I I like how they do that. How they how they release them so close together to make sure that it's still fresh in somebody's mind and then release the title and say, hey, here's the sequel. What do you think? And if they keep that up, that's maybe one of those things that lives on the Xbox Live Arcade for a long time. Well, at least we um, know Michael would be happy about that. <laughs> so, now you wrote the review for Death's Bank, correct? No, no, that I was... Uh, Mike. Mike. Oh, was it Mike? Yeah. Oh. yeah. No, it wasn't. It was Patrick. Not was it, it Patrick? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm this right now. Patrick is yelling at the AcroCast going, what the hell, guys? You motherfuckers! I wrote yeah. that game! Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but it, you've played it, though, Corey, right? Yes. Is it worth getting? You know, it's... Okay, just so we're all aware, it's 1,200 Microsoft points, which is actually 1499 if you want the actual breakdown, Brian. <laughs> oh, okay. But um, the... Take the money. Mystical, <laughs> mystical Microsoft play Monopoly money. But, um, yeah, I played the game. I like it. I did like it. It's a it's a time waster. It's one of those things. It's fourteen ninety nine. You download it on XBLA or you pick it up on the PlayStation Network and you just, I mean, you go, you play it. It's a couple hours. You beat it. It was fun. It's great for a laugh. It's, it's just a quick game. Don't take it seriously. It's like the Leisure Suit Larry, Larry series, <laughs> except more hack and slash. So, it's really, it's just a short, fun game. I mean, it's by no means is it worth a $40 price tag. It's not something that you have to have. But if you do get a chance and you just come across 1,200 Microsoft points, pick it up. It's worth the pickup. <laughs> just, you know, whenever you come across 1,200 Microsoft points, if you, hey, you, you know, said, you if you ask free, for uh, free Microsoft yeah, points on Twitter. With boobs. boobs. <laughs> there you go. So... Um, so if you do want to give me some free Microsoft points, um, email <laughs> Brian yeah. at yeah. <laughs> bentley at uh, aggregamer.com. Uh, anyway, uh, or uh, you can send me a message on Xbox Live, which I never check. It's Quiglin because I don't have an Xbox. I just have the uh, w- Games for Windows Live. I picked up a Xbox account thing. Amazing. Yeah. That's anyway. What? <laughs> What about you, Ben? Do you? I have twenty points, by the way. Twenty, uh, twenty gamer score. Nice. <laughs> Anybody sends you points, you will be a Microsoft point whore from now yes. on. You'll be the, you will be the MPW. <laughs> um, um, anyway, uh, Ben, do you have anything else? 
No, nothing right now. Um, ex- well, except for I can't wait for two particular games to to come out right now. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Street Fighter X Tekken. Yes. Maybe we'll be able to talk about that a little bit on the next podcast because I, I, I really, with the two games, I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> but you know, just with the recent announcement of Street Fighter for X Tekken, um, I was like, I'm like, wait, really? And just like, yeah. oh god, not another fighting game that's gonna suck me in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, at least they better have guy in it. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> so, uh, all right, well, let's do that real quick. Corey, what are you looking forward to? Am I looking forward to? Um, dude, I got so much. The fall is gonna kick my ass. There's so much I'm gonna be doing. But um, Pick like specifically, two. recently, um, DC Online. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I really um. Uh, with all the news coming out for comic book movies for the next like year, two years, I'm in comic book mode, so I'm ready. Let's let's make my Green Lantern looking character and kick some Joker face in. You know, I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, obviously, I'm looking. Uh, you know what I'm also looking forward to? The new uh, Star Wars title, the The oh, Old Republic. No, 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 no. Oh, are you talking about the um, um, uh, Force God. Unleash? No, nope. no, it's it's another one. It's off the of the Clone War series, isn't it? Are you talking about that uh, one or no? Oh, no, yes. no. You... Yes, 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 yes. You talking about that one? Yes, I am talking about oh that one. Oh my god! I played War... that at E three. You you're not looking forward to that one. Clone Wars Adventures. It's cute. I mean, it's it's going to be like the game that I can get my daughter to play. That's going to be you know sucker into the Star Wars universe and give her a little bit yeah. of an online game. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay. For that, because believe me, man, I, I spent a few minutes doing the uh, um, well. What was I doing? Lightsaber training with uh, Obi Wan. How'd that go? Ooh, yeah. I was like, that can't be it. There has to be more to this. Click, click, click. Nope, nope. That's it. That's well, you it. have to consider it's marketed towards kids. I mean, no, no, no one told me that at the time. Because <laughs> you were like, oh my god, I want to play Yoda. <laughs> well, I was sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. I'm like running around the ship, and I'm, it's like, go in here and have lightsaber training with Obi Wan. I'm like, fine, yeah, this is going to be pretty sweet. I'm going <laughs> to, oh my god, this is terrible. Well, you have to consider, uh, I mean, the demographic that they're pointing for is the RuneScape demographic. They're pointing towards the Free Realms demographic. You know, they want to get all the boys and girls and say, hey, you all watch that cartoon Clone Wars? Let's put it in a little MMO and give you guys a little community that you can play in and collect stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that and seeing what's going on with there. And then, um, they have pretty much DC. DC Online is pretty much my uh, my new crack. So <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, well, as for myself, I'm looking forward to uh, Civ Five. Oh, uh, drool. Yeah, that's going to be bad. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, actually, I'm actually looking forward to the. It's a small DS title called Intellivision Lives. Oh my! Um, ooh, yes, nice, yes. yes. And and I, I don't know what it is, but I, there's just some part of me sitting in like nostalgia mode that's just like, you must play this game. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to be uh, on top of that. So. I agree with that. You know, Intellivision was a great system in its day. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. So, but it's. I mean, I like it when they port all these old titles into new systems. I mean, it's it's nice. Like, 
every now and then I want to play Battletoads, you know, a little Double Dragon, you know, oh, bring on those God. old yeah. classic games and let me. And and I'm serious. If you put Pong on my PlayStation, I would play Pong I, just because it's there. It's one of those games just to remember where all my roots came from. So that's like playing Tetris, and I can still play through this game for hours to this day. Most oh. downloaded game ever, Tetris. So. Tetris is something else, man. That is a uh... Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm kind of getting. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, uh, if you guys don't have anything else, let's uh, let's wrap this up, huh? Yeah, let's wrap. Yeah. Definitely yeah. wrap it up. All right. Uh, so you guys can catch us. Um, let's see, Twitter. Uh, you can get me at Quiglin. Um, I don't. I just started the Facebooking, so I, I don't know what to do there. But uh, yeah, <laughs> pwn.com, twitter.com, uh, slash Quiglin. What about you, ben? Uh, you can find me at Facebook, Twitter, uh, and Pwn.com at Church4252. And you guys can find me at Twitter.com forward slash Mythic Griffin. That's G-R-I-F-F-O-N. Yeah, also can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Mythic Griffin. Awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, also, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes um, and Zoom Marketplace. And hopefully you're listening to this in a relatively close time frame uh, as to when we actually record it. So hopefully we're going to try to get back on a regular schedule. Uh, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, well, hopefully. And I'm actually checking right now if we actually have any more comments or, or anything like that right now. Yeah, I, I didn't even. Uh, basically, the comments for the last two episodes were about fucking time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah pretty much <laughs> um uh anyway if you would also if you're and if you really feel like torturing yourself and and going out of your way virtual play game virtual play games dot is the blog for television lives and uh i'm actually quoted uh down a little bit on friday august 6th so uh you can uh take a look at that otherwise uh that's it for episode 77 uh, I am Brian, and uh, we're going to be taking off. So uh, for uh, Ben and Corey, peace. Peace. Later.